I saw Sebastian Maniscalco last week in Atlanta, Georgia! Gonna tell you all about my lovely evening that I had with my fiance Taylor. Stick around, settle down, and saddle up! This is Chrome Dome Radio. Hey, hey there, hey there, how you doing? Thanks for tuning in. Okay. What's up guys, Chris here. Thanks for tuning in to episode 38 of Chrome Dome Radio. I went to Sebastian Maniscalco last week down here in Atlanta, Georgia. At the Fox Theater. Fancy Fox Theater. A few years ago, I went up to Knoxville to see Bill Burr. Brought Taylor along with me. Taylor uh, is, is is a petite, a petite lady. And uh, during the performance, the gentleman who was sitting in front of her at the venue was not a petite human. He was very tall, and he was he was a fidgety guy. So Taylor would lean to her left to kind of see around him, so she could see the stage. He would lean to his left. She would lean to her right, and he would lean to his right. So no matter what she did, she couldn't get a good line of vision to Bill Burr. So I tried to trade seats with her. It didn't work out. And uh, I had to hear about it the whole way home! <laughs> nah, you know, it was distracting. She couldn't appreciate the performance. So when I was buying these tickets for Sebastian Maniscalco, I had that in mind. I thought I have to get seats that will have, you know, a good line of vision so Taylor could see. And we're big Sebastian Maniscalco fans. She's like... He, he, she, he <laughs> is uh, one of our favorite stand-up comedians. One of our favorite stand-up. You know, I have to say our stand-up. We have like co-favorite things. You know, you have your favorite thing. Like one of my favorite shows is South Park. I don't think Taylor would say that. But one of our, as a couple, one of our favorite shows is The Office. You know, that type of thing. So like one of our favorite stand-up comedians is Sebastian Maniscalco. So I get her these tickets. I try to get good ones. And at the Fox Theater, if you've ever been there, some of the best seats are actually on the second tier, but all the way at the front. So there's like nobody in front of you. I couldn't get those. He sold out pretty quick. The best that I could do is like a 20 rows from the back and dead center in the aisle. And I hate that. I just want to sit near the aisle so I can zip, get out if I have to. You know, I don't. I, you know, you have to stand up. Everybody's got to stand up for you. It's like the really small stadium seating too, so there's not much legroom to begin with. So every time you walk by, they stand up. Thank you, thank you for standing. Blue, blue, thank you, blue. It's, it's obnoxious. So that's the best I could do, though. That was those are the best seats. So as as the show was actually supposed to be last year. And unfortunately, he had to cancel due to some personal reasons. But, you know, it was delayed till just last week is when we end, uh, the show ended up being. But we kept forgetting that the show was coming. You know, we're tied up with all the wedding stuff now. So we keep forgetting that the show is happening. As we're getting closer, we're like, we can't forget. We can't forget. Set a reminder. Set a Google reminder on the calendar. And, you know, the day of the show comes around. And what do I do? I forget. So when I dress to go to work that day, because I'm meeting Taylor at work because the theater is not far from my office. I forget. And 
I throw on a Star Wars t-shirt and a pair of blue jeans. Again, uh, if you're not familiar with the facts theater, it's a not a Star Wars t-shirt and blue jean type place. So, you, you know, you, you're supposed to dress up a little bit. You're supposed to look kind of good. You know, maybe wear a suit. Not so much. Maybe at least wear some slacks. You know, a nice button down. Nah, not me. I'm wearing a Star Wars t-shirt and uh, some blue jeans and my chucks. The old Converse. It's all right. Not too worried about that. I'm only, I'm honestly like throughout the day. I'm just worried about getting there because I know I like I always every time I do something in the city, there's a parking problem and there's an issue because I didn't read the sign. You know, if you've ever been to Atlanta, any cities like this, to be honest, you have to read the signs in every parking lot, even if you think you've parked there properly. You miss something, and you end up with a boot. You end up getting towed. You end up gro- getting broken into. Uh, so, and I'm thinking about that stupid, stupid, I know, stupid. I'm just like worried about the freaking parking. Uh, so uh, Taylor hits me up, uh, probably, you know, or, uh, mid afternoon. She says, Hey, I'm on my way down. Uh, meet me at the bottom of your office complex, you know, at the bottom of the building, you know, right along the road. I'll pick you up. We'll head right there. Boom. No problem. Get to the bottom of my building. I'm standing there for like a minute and I'm like, Oh, I forgot I forgot to print the tickets. I have to run back upstairs. Not run. I took the escalator, but <laughs> and the <or> elevator. <laughs> and I took it, you know, and I get up to my office. We're a technology company, and we have the crappiest printer in the world. It's one of those printers where, you know, you connect to it from the Wi-Fi, but it lists itself like three times. It's like LaserJet 200, LaserJet 200 dash guest, LaserJet 200 slash your company name. It's like, what the, what the, and I, no matter what you, the first two I picked were wrong. Two of them are wrong. One of them's correct. And obviously I go down the list. I'm wrong until I get to the last one. So I finally connect to the correct one. It's like connection successful. And I go to print, and I get, like, a status of held. Held. H-E-L-D. I know processing. I know pending. I know printing, and I know complete. I don't know what the hell held is. What the hell is held? I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, uh, uh, I don't know what this means. I don't, I don't know how to computer. This doesn't make sense. So, <laughs> I, you know, I, I stick it out for you know, two minutes. I'm like, this is wrong. This is this is not a normal status. I don't know what this means. And as I'm standing there trying to figure this out, a co-worker walks by and he goes, well, good luck with that one. Because everybody knows that it's a piece of shit printer. And he's like, well, good luck with that one. And I'm like, well, thank you. But come on, like, offer something. What do you know? What do you know about this thing? Tell me. No, he did nothing. Just gone. So, you know, I have very little patience for this type of thing. If you can't tell, I grab the USB wire from the back of the printer, plug it in, old school style. Screw the Wi-Fi. Don't need it. Don't need it, guys. <clears throat> and I click print again, and I'm, I'm delighted to get a status that I'm familiar with. Now it says pending, and I'm like, oh boy, I learned how to computer just like that. I done did it, and. I'm probably waiting there 30 seconds, a minute, a minute and a half. I get up to close to three minutes of watching this thing blink on pending before it prints the first page. 
you're thinking at this point, like, okay, it took three minutes to cue the job. I don't know. It's obviously going to print the other two pages pretty quickly, right? Yeah, sure, right? No. No. It took three minutes per page. Three minutes per page. I had to wait there a total of nine minutes. Do you know what nine minutes is like? Standing next to a freaking printer? Just watching it? For no reason. This isn't like the old school printer that's like, you know, it prints line by line. Like, no, it's a, it says laser jet on it. Lasers are fast. This isn't fast. This is horrible. Horrible, I say. It's a travesty. <laughs> so I get the, uh, finally, I, it legitimately did take nine minutes. And I get the, you know, I get the ticket and the and the parking ticket, and uh, you know, I run down to the car. Taylor's waiting for me. Hop in. We're on the way to the venue. We had a little bit of traffic, and you know, I'm getting that anxiety now. I'm like, oh god, now we're gonna be late. We have to find. We have to strategically find parking when we're gonna be late. But it's okay. We're gonna get there. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have a good time at Sebastian Maniscalco. I just know it. I just know it. We park. We head into the venue. We get our seats doesn't take long for me to realize that the two gentlemen in front of us are highly intoxicated. Very drunk. Very drunk. And I'm thinking, oh no. Oh no. I'm already playing scenarios out in my head. I'm like, one, obviously they could just shut up. They might just shut up. No, they're not going to shut up. They're not going to do that. Two, I can try to ignore them. Just make believe they're not there. I mean, let's let's be real. That's not going to work. Of course it's not going to work. Furthermore, we all, with that's not going to work with Taylor. Right? Three, I can ask them to quiet down. But I already know that's not going to go well. These are two drunk dudes in front of me making stupid ass jokes. Being asked to quiet down ain't gonna ain't gonna fly. Or there's four where I could just be a be a little bitch and just wait for somebody else to do to, to do the dirty work for me. <laughs> I'm like, come on, anybody around, step up. Anybody around, step up. And you know what happened? Option four, baby. Option four, dude to the left of me is equally as annoyed. And uh, you know, he's leaning over to his wife and he's saying, I can't hear the show. I can't hear the show. And I'm like, come on, say something. Say something. I could hear him getting annoyed. I'm like, say something. He does. He taps on. Here's how we're going to... Here's the here's the naming convention. There's going to be a drunk guy number one. There's going to be a drunk guy number two. There's going to be guy to my left. And then there's going to be... Each drunk guy will have their own girlfriends. The girlfriends are there as well. And then, of course, Taylor. You guys know Taylor. <clears throat> Drunk guy number one gets his shoulder tapped on by guy to my left. <laughs> the guy was so polite. He's like, excuse me, sir, would you mind quieting down so I can hear the show? Let me tell you something. What I thought was going to happen is exactly what happened. This guy, like a cartoon, like he turned red. You know how like... <laughs> He sounded like a choo-choo. You could almost hear like a choo-choo train. It was like... 
there's like steam coming out from his head. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I can tell he's like mad. He's like fidgeting in his seat. He's like, I'm gonna. He told me to quiet down. How, how dare he, sir? How dare he tell me to quiet down? It's like the demons are inside him. Like, dude, oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting directly behind this guy. I'm like, oh, oh, he's mad. Oh, he's mad. Better you than me, bro. Oh, bro, he's mad at you. <laughs> but after he said, after the guy to my left said something, I did the whole like, you know, I looked at him and I went, oh, all right, you know, I keep hitting the freaking mic. Give him the thumbs up. I'm like, all right, thanks, man. He's like, yeah, okay. I'm like, cool, yeah. No, no, no. It doesn't stop there. Did you think it would end there? No, it doesn't end there. It could have ended there. It could have ended there, and it didn't end there. So here's how it plays out. They don't shut up. <laughs> Surprise, they didn't shut up. Who would have thought two drunk guys at a comedy show wouldn't shut up? The, here's, okay. What they were basically saying or what they were joking around with each other. They were telling horrible jokes. They were stupid, like asinine things. And here's an example. Here's an example. One of the jokes that Sebastian Maniscalco told was about a, uh, a PTA night, and the parents were in the classroom with the teacher, and the teacher asks all the parents to sit down on the floor. And, you know, he makes a joke about being an adult and sitting down on the floor. He's like, what, what do you want me to sit on the floor Indian style? And the teacher goes... Uh, no, uh, sir, sir, it's crisscross applesauce. You know, politically correct. Okay, funny. Woo. <laughs> what does what does drunk guy number two say? He, this is what he says out loud. He yells it too. He goes. He leans over to his brother and he goes, "Hey man, hey man, if that was you, mate, what would we say to that teacher? We'd kick that teacher's ass. We'd kick that teacher's ass. What? What?" What? Is that what you would do? Is that really what you wanted to yell in the middle of this theater? Is that what you wanted to broadcast right now? Because everybody knows what you just said. You said it loud. Oh, you said it real loud, bro. But nobody says anything. I, I giggled a little. The first time he said something like that, I giggled because it was so stupid. Next joke comes around. Sebastian Maniscalco says uh, he's got a joke about getting an alpaca for a child's party and the apaca arrives at the venue where the children are playing or whatnot but he's not getting out of the truck you know like the farmer is trying to shoo the alpaca out of the truck and you know this whole funny thing plays out but the alpaca won't get out i don't i honestly don't remember the joke because i couldn't hear half of it but because <laughs> this guy's yapping through the whole thing you know what the guy says about the alpaca he goes to his brother again hey man you know if it was you and me man what would we do that alpaca we kicked that alpaca's ass what? You kicked that alpaca's ass? That's what... Is that what you would do, sir? Would you kick that alpaca's ass? <laughs> what? <laughs> then he's got a joke about something. There was, a, there was a car at one point, or somebody was screwing around in a car. I can't remember. There's a car thing, and the guy goes, Hey, man, you know what, you, you know what we'd do if that was you and me? I'd kick that door in on that car, bro. I'd kick the door in. <laughs> So basically, all, all he was saying, everything he was saying, had to do with either kicking its ass or destroying it. And he died laughing each time he said this. Each time, it was funnier than the last. He was kicking things' asses. He was destroying things. Now, mind you, I mentioned the girls, right? The girls are pissed. 
right? So this is what I'm kind of thinking as I'm sitting there. I'm just like, oh my God, these guys are so fucked when they go home. They're in so much trouble and they have no idea. Oh boy. You know what I mean? Taylor doesn't find any of this nearly as funny. Taylor is so annoyed. She's just thinking in her head. She's like, this is the Bill Burr show all over again. I'm going to miss all the jokes. I'm not going to be able to appreciate it. And and that was in my head, too. I'm like, oh, God, this is happening again. We're reliving it. (laughs) Then I could tell Taylor wants me to say something. And I'm like, I'm not saying anything, dude. I'm not going to win this. You don't win this. This is not a good situation to be in, right? So, and now I'm starting to realize that to the left of drunk guy number one is also his parents. His parents are at the show. He's there acting like a jerk off in front of his parents, but they're dead quiet. His parents are more keen to what's playing out than the two drunk guys. So they occasionally will look back at me to see how I'm reacting to their stupidity. And at one point I gave her a look and I did the whole like, I can't hear. You know, like I I mouthed it to her. I didn't even say it out loud. I'm like, I I can't hear. So she tries to jump in and shush. She goes, shh, boys, shh, boys, boys, shh. Okay, they're not listening. They're not gonna do it. You gotta shush louder. Smack him across the face or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Taylor is so frustrated that the, she decides to take it upon herself to tap on drunk guy number two's shoulder. This is the second guy. He's so drunk that he knows that he should be mad. But he doesn't really know why, so he doesn't really say anything. But drunk guy number one, the first guy, the guy that initially got upset when he was told to quiet down, flips a lid. He turns around and barks something at Taylor like, I honestly don't even know what he said. It was not about what he said. It was about the way he said it that immediately I'm like, I got to step now. I got to step in. I went, sir. You can't, I can't let you talk like that to her. We meant no disrespect. All we're asking is for you to quiet down so we can watch the show. You know what he says to me? He goes, we're at a comedy show. What are you supposed to do at a comedy show? What are you supposed to do at a comedy show? Listen to the fucking comedian, guy. What are you talking about? What are you, we're at a com- yeah, we're at a comedy show. <laughs> so now I'm like, I'm like, dude, what? And then he starts yelling other things at me. He's like, why don't you stay home? Why don't you stay back at home and watch it on Netflix? Huh? Why don't you stay at home and watch it on Netflix? Like, watch it on Why didn't you stay? You're not even watching it. I bet you can't even name any of the jokes he said so far. I know you're picking up on words because you like to kick things asses and kick doors in. But no, you're not listening to the jokes. You're talking over all of them, guy. Like, relax. No, you, dude. First of all, I didn't say any. I didn't say half of this. I didn't say any of this. <laughs> but I'm thinking it. (laughs) No, I actually, as soon as he started blowing up, I got really quiet because I'm understanding how drunk he is. And he, he's also, he's not standing up, but he's turned all the way around in his seat. Actually, it was the other way. It was the other way. Cause I was kind of thinking, I'm like, if dudes are righty, he can throw a punch at me at any second. Right. He gets so upset. The girls are yelling. Not yelling. I'm sorry. They're loud whispering. Like, shut up. Shut up. 
shut up. They're doing like that whole thing. Like, quiet, quiet. Now, as they're telling him to quiet down, he's actually getting more mad at me. Like, he's not even addressing them, including his mother. His mother's also saying, quiet down. By the way, his father's dead quiet. His father isn't saying a word. He's just watching the show like nothing's happening. So, <laughs> as they, they're escalating the situation, the women, to be honest with you. Like, he's getting angrier. You're, this isn't working. We need to come up with a new strategy. Come on, let's huddle up. Ladies, let's huddle. Let's figure something out. We can do this together. No, no there's none of that. <laughs> uh, he now stands up. He's in my face face he's yelling he's yelling things that don't even make sense he's like i have a job i have a job i run a business like, what the f mind you i've only said like two sentences to this guy i asked him to quiet down like what do you mean you have a job why are you yelling at me right now by the way by the way fox theater where is the security what this whole, oh, granted, this whole or ordeal with him in my face now has probably lasted less than a minute, right? Maybe about a minute. You got four to five people yelling at each other. Not one security guard. Not even a dude with a flashlight going, hey, excuse me, uh, sit down back there, quiet down, uh, please take your seats. Nobody. They got they got they got metal detectors walking into these stupid venues, but there's no security guard with a flashlight to stop people from beating the shit out of each other in the middle of a show. Anyway, he's yelling at he's yelling about his business and this and that, and his girlfriend now now his girlfriend bear hugs him to pull him away, and he's like, "Somebody call the police because I'm getting arrested tonight. I'm getting arrested." So I go, "This dude went from zero to one hundred, man. Like just." God, nobody's really even saying much to him. We're just watching it play out. You know, we're just watching him unfold. The drunk guy number two, who was his brother, isn't really involved. He's just kind of sitting there. Meanwhile, he was the louder one. And he's just kind of sitting there letting this all happen. Drunk guy number one is escorted by his family outside the venue. By the way, right before the family left, you know what the mom said to the father? The mom goes to the father and goes... We're leaving. We're leaving now. You know what the father says? He goes, Oh, man, are we really gonna go? Dude. Dude, you... Get your son under control. I should mention their age. They were about in their... I would say their early 30s, maybe late 20s. Get your kids under control, bruh. They're maniacs. They're mutants. They're psychopaths. Get them under control. <laughs> oh, man, do we really have to... <laughs> Dude, take a hike at this point. I'm actually, so as they're getting up and they're leaving, they haven't even, they're still walking down the steps. I lean over to drunk guy number two, who's the brother. He's not leaving. And I'm like, hey, 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 he doesn't have to go. I say this to the drunk brother. I'm like, he, your family doesn't have to go. Nobody asked him to go. I didn't ask him to go. The guy to my left didn't ask him to go. Taylor didn't ask him to go. All we're saying is quiet down and we could all watch the show and be done with it. And he's so drunk that he says something to the nature of, oh, man, I mean, if he's going to go, he's going to go. And if he's going to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're gone. 
and he immediately gets a text message. So Taylor wants to, to, I'm sure it's from the family, right? Like, like, Hey, we're leaving or whatever, or you should join us or, you know, get out of the theater or whatever. I don't know what they're saying on the text message, but Taylor's trying to lean over and read it guy. So now drunk guy number two is the only one left. Ex, you know, including his girlfriend, who is so annoyed. She's so annoyed. She's doing that whole thing where she's pinching the top of her nose. She's got like her elbow on the armrest of the chair and she's pinching the top of her nose. Just like, ah. Uh. And I got that thought again. I'm like, dude, you're so fucked when you go home. <laughs> you're in so much. Not even when you go home, it's the second you leave this theater. You're going to catch so much shit from her. He. Not shortly after his brother leaves, he picks up a beer off the floor and he puts it on the armrest that his, of the chair that his brother was sitting at. It's sitting there for like 45 seconds to a minute before he looks at it with his, with his drunken eyes and then looks back at me and I'm like, fuck. And he goes, you trying to take my beer? No, I'm trying to take, what? What are you talking about? And then he just grabs the beer and he goes, I thought you were trying to take my beer. (laughs) Okay. Then, after we have uh, established that I did not attempt to steal his beer, he goes for one of these. He holds his fist out for me to to pound his fist. You know, pound my fist, bro. As bros do. Because bros pound fists, my bro. I was like, oh, a peace offering. As bros do. I pounded his fist. Because that's what bros do. It was a peace offering. A peace treaty of sorts. And then you know what he does? He leans over me and gets dude to my left to fist pound him. And I'm thinking, crisis solved. (laughs) No, it wasn't really over yet. There was more. The... Drunk guy number two, the only one that's left, is uh, he's uh, his girlfriend's clearly annoyed with him. He's not picking up on her cues. She's told him to quiet down. He's not quiet down. Shut up, and he's not shutting up. Then he takes out the phone again, not to not to this time receive a text message, but this time it's to take a selfie in the middle of the Fox Theater, in the dark, in the center of the seating, flash and all. He's got this thing pointed at him. He's holding it up high. It's not even like he was secretly trying to take a selfie of himself in his seat in the middle of the show, in the dark, at the Fox Theater. He's holding it, like, up high. And it's like, ching And he's doing the whole stupid face with his girlfriend in the background, so annoyed. I don't even know if she's looking at the camera. She's just like, like she's so, she's so frustrated. At the end of the show... Oh, my gosh. I should actually not forget. He must have fist-pounded me, like, six times. Throughout the remainder of the show, every time Sebastian Mount of Scalco would say something funny, he'd do stay like, "Hey, fi- that was a funny joke, wasn't it, brother? Fi- give me a fist pound right there. Hey, man, right there, that was a funny joke right there." <laughs> show ends, and the first thing he does is turn around to shake my hand, and I reiterate what I said earlier to him. I said, "Dude, your family did not have to leave." He goes, "I know, man." I know, but you know, my brother, he's been in prison for the past 13 years, and uh, this was his first night out on the town since he had gotten out, and unfortunately, I guess things just didn't go his way. And I was like, what? What? And the girl, the girl, 
I'm starting to pick up that I don't think this was the first time they'd ran into an issue like this because the girlfriend of drunk guy number two is giving me a look like she's experienced something similar before. And she's very apologetic. And I'm thinking, oh man, you gotta, you gotta fix this, honey. (laughs) You can't, this ain't a good thing. You know, I don't, I don't know, but it's not coming across as a good thing. (laughs) I just don't know, I don't know how we got here, guys. You know, it's, it's one thing to show respect for other people but show a little freaking respect for yourself you know you're at a you're at a classy joint a place like the Fox Theater in Atlanta Georgia you know coming from the guy wearing a Star Wars t-shirt and blue jeans and uh, chucks you know look good when you go out <laughs> I don't it just it, the whole thing. Obviously, these guys are drunk. They partied too hard before they got to the venue, and you know I, I'm sure I'm sure I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Especially drunk guy number two. I'm sure he's a sweet guy. He just had a he just had a, a loud evening. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, guys. Anyway, I appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for listening to me this evening. <laughs> The, uh, the, the video for this podcast is on YouTube and XOTV, and obviously we're on iTunes and Spotify and Google Play and Stitcher. You know, you gotta be on Stitcher. By the way, a lot of podcasts aren't on Stitcher anymore. A lot of hate towards Stitcher, but we're there. We are. Hey, like and subscribe, and, uh, you know, spread the word. Get people watching. Thanks, uh, again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.